everybody. Welcome to another episode of This Is My Bourbon Podcast. I am your host, Perry, and with me this week is not Swan, but he also is being replaced by not one, not two, but three different co-hosts for this this week, this episode. It's the guys from Tell Me I'm Wrong, Josh, Joe, Ryan. Welcome to the show, guys. What's up? Wah, 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 wah. It, took, hey, it took all three of us to, to fill his shoes, and so we it are, did. We are glad we could do that. Those, those big swan feet. Is that what you call them? Do you call them feet? Well, Perry really, I guess Perry so. really just wanted Josh and Ryan, but he couldn't figure out a way to just ask. Okay, them and hold, on. hold on, hold on. We need to talk. Proxy. We need to talk about something. I owe Joe an apology. <laughs> oh. oh gosh! <laughs> because after listening, this back, is rare. People don't usually apologize to me. Well, I, I have a I have a guilty conscience, and after listening back to the episode that I was on of Tell Me I'm Wrong, I like I just spent the entire time going. I was way too hard on Joe. Like no, I felt no, absolutely. I not. felt absolutely so not. bad about it. <clears throat> the power hours be good, you all. I don't disagree. I'm telling you, CrossFitters across the nation are making it right now. <laughs> Look, they're wearing their tight little shorts and grunting and making power hours and 46 jo- grams of protein. Yeah, Joe's so cocktail. If, and if we we made up ridiculous cocktails on this episode of the podcast, Joe's was so atrocious. <laughs> Had so much protein in it that it this was. This is a coming from the man who made one that had turkey skin uh, crust, brown gravy, and other stuff that just make me want to partially throw up in my mouth a little bit. So that was I, a I don't good know that you have room to criticize. Ryan, our friend Ryan here, ended up winning that episode. But Joe's is the only cocktail that got some merch out of it. So <laughs> that's true. I think Joe his, ultimately his was won. His was just the most ridiculous, and so we t- we took that merch direction. Yeah. If anybody's looking for an entrance to our show, uh, that would be a great episode. It is. Uh, I don't remember what it was called. Power Hour? <laughs> I... Meat Stick on the Side. Yeah, Meat Stick on the Side. Man, we got some yeah, good names. That's part of my drink. You got a, a beef stick on the side of your uh, cocktail. And that was, epi- you get that that was episode 30, right? 20. 20. We just crossed Oh, 30. yeah, that's right. Just 30. Sorry. Yeah. You guys, this happens with, happened with me, too. Like, as soon as you start crossing those those thresholds of, like quote-unquote anniversary episodes it's like what am i where did all this time go how did this happen i mean what this is episode 156 of my show i just can't i'll say you've been podcasting since the dark ages uh you know what's funny i at i think it was two yeah it was two years ago at bourbon and beyond it was like the the presser for bourbon and beyond the day before the festival started i ran into uh, a guy named mark gillespie who runs Probably the longest running uh, whiskey podcast. It's called Whiskey Cast, and he was like, Clever. he was like, I, I, I've not just been doing bourbon podcasting for the longest. I've basically been doing podcasting for about the longest as well. Because he, I, I mean, like literally, he has been doing it for ten plus years. And Back when nobody knew what it was. Yeah. Anytime, anytime, if if you find anybody who's been podcasting before 2009, then th- those are the or- original people with like RSS feeds. I don't and, even have that much to talk yeah. about. Yeah. And like, I just kind of stood there in awe and was like, oh, I don't exist without you. This show doesn't exist without you. Like there, there is the trailblazers. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like there's some level of notoriety where I just had to be like, I had to step back out of my own bubble for a second and just be like okay 
small fish, big pond right now. But I was going to say, how many episodes are we talking about for a 10-year-old podcast? Uh, let me look. A thousand? I think so. Honestly, I think so. I guess it so. depends on how often he posts. Now, he does weekly. But wow. he's he's been called by... Uh, we're the, I mean, we're the tradio of podcast um, Where's Where's the feed? Um, oh, today uh, he published episode 848. Wow. <laughs> hey, don't... That, don't that could be a potential episode. Well, don't he does. Away. I don't think we have 848 debates. He's in been us. he's been called the NPR of whiskey. Oh, so that's a that's a high. Yeah, compliment. so I mean, like he he's got to which he's I would got say, plenty of souffle notoriety behind him, and he's got plenty to you know warrant that title, I guess. But anyway, the, the car talk of fine spirits. Yeah. <laughs> It's you don't have to. They don't. Yeah, I'm, I'm now. I'm trying to think of what yeah. our, the an, an analogous version of our show by, is. Yeah. By episode 850, oh, that, that you guys the, the are the Beavis late. and Butthead of podcasting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> by the time you guys get to episode 850, it's like who would win, a bee or a wasp, or <laughs> yeah. in a cook in a cooking competition. <laughs> who would win, a dust bunny or a real bunny? <laughs> Well, Who makes I, a better I guarantee souffle? Gordon Ramsay drinks bourbon. <laughs> you can't tell me that man does not drink bourbon. I I I bet you he's more of a Scotch drinker. I bet he likes yeah. good bourbon too. Considering he's from Scotland. Yeah. But I'm sure he's dabbled in bourbon. Anyway, speaking <laughs> of bourbon. <laughs> Bur- oh, wait, is this a bourbon? Yeah, drink? I don't know anymore. But uh it's we, only in the name. We did we did get a review uh, a few weeks back where the guy said or no, what what did he say? Oh, he said, guys, please learn to focus. I was like <laughs> Nope, what are you we doing? Are, we are not, you are not the people to bring on for that. Yeah. That's going to say you got that review and then you invited us on your podcast. It took us 25 yeah, minutes. That's like telling Matt Jones is to It took us 25 minutes to get into our topic the other day to the point we both went, what was our topic? <laughs> so we normally start the show off with Flying Blind where I blind the, the co-hosts or co-host uh, with, with something. But I figured it'd be more fun to kind of do a blind flight throughout the episode so we've got three different bourbons in front of us yes they are bourbons they're they're not whiskeys or rye whiskeys or or anything all three i can confirm are indeed bourbons um we'll take your word for it so i i have i haven't done anything to alter or uh it looks and smells like bourbon yes that's all i can well that can be the most deceiving especially if Never mind. Doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> we'll we'll uh, we'll be going through uh, this flight throughout the episode. But I also like to ask people, what have you been drinking recently? I'll go. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan. Since no one else Thank jumped you, Ryan. in, uh, I'm always I'm always that kid in class who, who volunteers to go. Uh, the Hermione of the group. That, yeah, Josh, I, does that me. surprise you? No, not a bit. Yeah, I, think so. I don't think anybody on this show is surprised <laughs> by that. Um, no, I I've been drinking some Four Roses nice. small batch lately. Oh, um, I it was it was convenient where I, I think I was at Target and I was like, you know what, uh, that looks good. So I, I got that. I, I'm usually a bullet person, but uh, just wanted to change it up a little bit, and I've been been genuinely enjoying. Well, it. did you know, Bullet actually sources their bourbon from Four Roses. Really. Uh-huh. They don't. They don't have anything on the market right now that is their own distillate. Everything has huh. been sourced, and they actually have modeled their their distillation and aging process off of what Four Roses does. 
Well, I guess I'm on brand then. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I just cracked open a brand new bottle of Eagle Rare. So I've been mostly drinking on that one. I've been just having a little bit of bourbon. But the thing I've been drinking the most is just some uh, Buffalo Trace bourbon cream, if I'm going to be completely <laughs> honest. It's the holiday season. It's the holiday season, and it's also 2020. It is. Listen, it's in my it's in my coffee on the weekends, not during the week, if uh-huh. if my boss is listening. Uh, and... Uh, <laughs> And uh, it's been during the week, none of the weekends. <laughs> <laughs> Drinking it on ice, just on a, on some ice. There, it's just it's the perfect holiday drink for me. I just need a little bourbon cream in my life. I've been sipping on two. The one that's in my decanter that I just kind of do a quick grab is Basil Hayden's. It's one of my favorites. And then I hear Perry loves that on the rocks. Nope, yes. No, I don't. Hashtag fake news. And. Um, <laughs> When we, we, so we bought our house in October and we moved in that day. This guy had a bunch of bottles of bourbon he was carrying out. And he had a couple bottles of Pappy and other things. And I said, oh, are you going to give me one of those since I bought your house? I mean, I just gave you a lot of money. And he looks and he goes, yeah, you can have one of these bottles. And I was like, what? So he, he pulls out this bottle with this like pinkish orange lid on it. And I'm like, holy crap, this dude's about to give me some fruity wine that I don't. He's like, this, this is a couple of friends of mine made this. He gave us a whole bottle of Pinhook. Oh, wow. Yes. So we, Josh was actually there. We broke into that the other night. Mm-hmm. And nice. uh, I've been drinking on that a lot. So Pinhook has been very good, like surprising for me. And, and I, I never had it until this. So yeah. Uh, they, they recently have been doing all of their, their distillation and aging at uh, Castle and Key. Um, and funny, funny enough, Castle and Key is one of the, where the heck is that bottle? I don't know where it is. I have too many bottles around but um <laughs> it's a good problem yeah something like that lucy's real happy about it um so <laughs> yeah I bet. so castle and key actually just put out their first uh their first whiskey this past weekend it was mm-hmm. a it was a rye um and so i wasn't able to make it up but i had a buddy who grabbed a bottle he's a listener of the show as well shout out ian um shout out he, shout out he grabbed a bottle for me and um, I cracked it open on Saturday, which was also repeal day. Uh, and I'll talk about <laughs> repeal day here in a second because it was a wildly different yet super cool uh, day for me. But anyway, so good, man. They, Castle and Key just, they absolutely did something special with it. And we could talk about the forgotten, now forgotten legacy of Marianne Eves uh, in regards to that distillery on another episode. So there's been a, but, it's been, uh, a lot of uh, anticipation for that. Yeah. So I, I, yeah. I was looking forward to hearing your thoughts on it. <clears throat> it's re- Well, I listened last week and uh, I loved the conversation on the, uh, the, the label, which made me go look it up and I, I kind of had the same feelings. Yeah. Um, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of the label. I think it's, see, I think this is, th- this may be where we, we, we all differ. I, I, it is a little busy, but, I, I, I like that it's different than most bourbons on the market. I most assume drink, that was what most, they were most, going for. Yeah. yeah. It, it, but it looks like a $15 bottle of wine at Total Wine, to be yeah, entirely honest. That's part of That's the problem. Exactly. I, I think it's extremely off-brand for them. Mm-hmm. They've always had such a clean look in their packaging. Everything has been super well-defined, and, and this is just... 
I use the word ostentatious. Like, yeah, I, I don't. You I, would just, use that word. There's nothing that just surprises me less than you using the word ostentatious. Listen, I think it's the right word for this situation, and correct usage. So yeah. I'm I'm proud of you, Ryan. It's ostentatious. I, I just um, while it is really good, Marianne Eves, their former master distiller, is a friend of mine and a friend of the show, and um. The marketing team has just kind of totally erased her from the the story behind how this product was created. And, you know, I, I reached out to Marianne on Saturday and said that I was kind of disappointed with how this, this was approached. And she was like, well, even if they had <clears throat> started to include me in the marketing for it, I would have asked them not to. I was like, well, fair enough. <laughs> But you did kind of you, you did kind of make all the whiskey that's currently sitting in their rick houses right now. Yeah, so. I mean it makes sense, and I would understand that coming from her her perspective. But at the same time, especially for people who've been looking forward to it and in tracking what they've been doing, yeah. Well, like uh, anybody who enjoys bourbon, particularly in our area, I was going to um, say if, if you're if you're a bourbon drinker and you live anywhere close to Lexington, you've been following Castle and yep, Key yes. for a long time. That's the one place my wife has wanted to go since it's, the pandemic hit, and we've not been able to go to. So it's beautiful. I I absolutely love going there, and um, I have a few friends that got married there. It was, oh, nice, it was beautiful. Yeah, I, I've been fortunate uh, fortunate enough to go there. And uh, back when she was working for Castle and Key, I got to interview Marianne um, in the offices and. Got to see like all of her little laboratory space and whatnot, and it was just it was a very cool experience. But, um, you know, I'm excited. I I am very genuinely excited for this product, but I'm also just reservedly going. Well, Marianne was there too. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yeah, just like denying her yeah, existence, yeah. And, and it can be hard to enjoy when you already have a bad taste in your mouth. Yeah, so that's not. Well put, Josh. Not inaccurate well put. at all. So, Should we let's drink, drink some, bourbon? some bourbon, please. And and while we're doing that, too. When you all say some bourbon, that doesn't describe the amount of bourbon he sent. And I've already pulled all my glasses. So, I may, yeah. They're, yeah. Joe's, going, Joe's going into work well late tonight. tomorrow. <laughs> I got to be at work at if 7 a.m., which means I wake up at 5.30 to get me and the baby out the door. Yay. So it's going to be fun. Yay. <laughs> hey, I told I told you after the fact that you didn't have to pour everything that I gave you, but... Yeah, it didn't work when I've already done there it. There were no instructions <laughs> in, with the samples, so if we you, just poured a bag of bourbon. If you didn't Perry was, this would look the most sketched thing in the world, because yep. it's literally like a a vial of like something you'd see in a horror movie, like an evil scientist would send you of poison. It kind of looks like what you would put your enemy's blood in. Josh was, uh, Josh dropped it off at my house and I was like, Josh, you have to put it on the back porch. All I need is some kids to run up on my porch and see bourbon, steal it, chug it and die. What's this dark thing? Yeah, that looks good. So, uh, I, like I said, I gave you guys a blind flight. Um, I, I just, I love doing these, and it's not anything that I have gotten to do in a long time. Um, it, it just, you know, for one reason or another. But I figured that, you know, this was the perfect opportunity to to sample out uh, some things that I, I wanted to share, of course, because that's one of my favorite parts about drinking bourbon is getting to share it with with other people. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll go through it. 
Are we starting with yeah, number one? Yeah, we'll go one? left to right. We'll go the traditional uh, Greek method. Alrighty. Is that how it's... Is that the Greek method? I don't know. Greek. <laughs> the Greeks invented a lot of things. I don't know if numbers are one of them. That is, that is bourbon. <laughs> Ryan's expert opinion. <laughs> that's about as that's about as complex as my palate gets. It's very good. And I told it's I got some bite to it. I told these guys beforehand too. I didn't expect them to go through like tasting notes and everything. It's mostly just based on like <sighs> Oh <laughs> Joe, you good, man? Y'all know what really sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Recording a podcast where you drink bourbon and you forget you have a small cut on your lip until after oh. you take the first sip of bourbon. <laughs> That's what the face was. Mm. I, th- I thought that I thought Joe just enjoyed the bourbon so much he ascended to a higher I plane. So I mean, too. it was very good, but I also <laughs> ooh, I might the drink on the right side of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so this sounds like some sort of weird it idiom. Does. <laughs> Uh, drink, it, drink it on the right side of my mouth. I didn't like that bourbon on the wrong side of my mouth, so we'll try this. We'll try this All other right. side. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. You can make fun of me as I try to actually say some real no, things no, no. about this bourbon. We will. It tastes will. very floral. Give me a. Let me sip. Is that? Is, I mean, I could be. Let me sip. Incorrect. Let me sip it again. Because I was focused. Okay. I was Spe- specifically. What kind of like floral? Is like, it like flowers? Wild flowers, lilies, tulips, chrysanthemums. It, it 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 tastes. I don't know. It gets some sharpness on. I kind of taste chocolate. With this one, I. T- but also, it, people say they taste stuff in bourbon. I'm like, oh yeah, I never taste any of it. <laughs> with with this one, I I typically kind of am going towards more of the standard bourbon flavors, just caramel, vanilla. I do get quite a bit of chocolate on it too. I think that the oh, wrong, uh, not wrong. floral. <laughs> I wasn't going to tell you you were wrong. Is that? Uh-huh. Well, you uh-huh. can. We do it every week. Oh, he said it. <laughs> Can't believe nobody stood up and cheered. Anyway, I, I, I get. I totally get the the floral notes too, though. Like, I think that they're kind of layered on top of some of these. Yeah, it's definitely yeah, the finish, and, and it's definitely layered on top of some of the darker notes that um, that come through with this one. I say purely from taste, I get the straight like mostly caramel flavor yeah. however with with the initial smell i do get that floral uh like what, what ryan was saying so i'm I guess i'm just trying to say everybody's right it's very smooth <laughs> like the first sip was like i was like oh because you know that first sip you take of well, any bourbon is always like i was gonna say the first sip is the acclimation sip like, as i learned oh, on one of my God, many bourbon why tours. do i like this and then your second sip you're like oh okay i remember why i like it now <laughs> But the, the warmth in the chest comes on the third sip. The Kentucky hug. Ryan spent some time on Wikipedia before he got. Can I tell podcast. a quick story about? No, I just drink bourbon. Can I tell a quick story about warming your chest? Uh, I don't think so. No, no, <laughs> it's, 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 it, it involves bourbon. It involves. Bourbon. I'm gonna allow it. So, uh, my friend, I grew up. I went to college at Eastern, and one of the guys I grew up with, his name was his friend. His name was Eric, and for um, his bachelor party. We decided we were going to go camping, so we hiked into the gorge and camped. Now, coincidentally, this happened to be the week that the state parks were shut down, and no one was supposed to be in the gorge, so we literally got dropped off in a van at 10 o'clock at night and hiked into the gorge by ourselves. 
not our not our finest moments. We not, also not went in decision. March, and the lows were twenty six and twenty seven. Oh, no. <laughs> so it was very cold. So the last night so we broke had, out the bourbon. We had six dudes sleeping in one tent purely for warmth. But my friend Eric, he's never drank. Um, he had some family issues, and because of that, he didn't want to drink. But we're sitting around the campfire one night, and we're all having fun, and he's talking about being cold. And we're like, Eric, just try this. It's really It'll warm you up. And he didn't believe it, but he decided since he was with his buddies, he would have his first, probably first and last sip of bourbon ever, which is a very cool moment to experience with him. But he drank yeah, a, he, he sure. took a sip, and all of a sudden was like, my chest is on fire. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, "See, but you're warm." That's that's the same night that he found out that he had like, you know, acid reflux that he always had to go to the hospital for. Yes. <laughs> the best part of the trip was two of the guys we went with brought hammocks because <laughs> they didn't look at the weather. So they, one guy just got up and got in our tent that night, but the other guy refused. Like, yeah, I guess he was trying to be all hard and everything else. But he also didn't bring a sleeping bag. He just packed a comforter. Oh my god! So, so he, he camps like, like I do, basically. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if you ever get an opportunity to go camping, Ryan, either one of you, take Josh strictly for comedic value because he is the worst period camper period ever. Period. <laughs> literally, literally. The first he's like, I brought a tent. Oh, cool. What are you sleeping on? Did you sleep on the ground? Well, okay. In my defense, I I brought a sleeping bag. However, I did not know we were going to be at like a campsite that had gravel on the ground, and so the your tent, tent was and, on grass. I I don't recall that part. <laughs> uh, I just recall being very uncomfortable. I also happened to like completely destroy my back right before that trip. Like this was not, the best part. He walk. could not move around the campsite. And the rest of us were like, doo, 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 all buzzed all the time. And there's Josh. So the only time I felt comfortable the whole week was when we went to the lake and I drank bad beer for hours and just floated in the, in the lake. That's like the only time I felt comfortable. That's that's and that lake trip is Josh and I spa visit yearly spa visit. Mm-hmm. We, we go do, do we mud go baths together and yeah, it's great. We get, but Ryan and I used to go to church together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so to me and Josh, day, <laughs> but so Joe was me, making Josh fun and of people bring. <laughs> Joe was making fun I've of. I've been people. to church with everyone on this show. That's true. Wild. Joe was making fun of bringing uh, people bringing hammocks, but Joe always sleeps in a hammock when we go camping. I did. I created uh, Shanty Town last yeah, year. Yeah, calls it Shanty Town in the summer. That yeah, makes sense. It's also August. When you're, <laughs> yeah. Cause then you're cool, but yeah. man, that was the best trip. That woman beside us was so high. And this woman woke up at like three in the morning. Yeah. No, Josh was there. This woman beside us woke up at like three in the morning and just started screaming. What the F? What the F? And just screamed that for like five yeah, minutes like, straight. And this dude was like, can you stop? My kids are asleep and all this. And she kept going and following. I was like, shut the F up. <laughs> and she still kept going. And then the dude went over and threatened to punch her in the face. And she didn't stop. It was this older woman, too. And then they were story? smoking weed at like 745 in the morning the next morning. Just like We, oh we always have odd things happen when we, we take this camping trip. It's walked. an annual trip. Now, you didn't need to finish that sentence. <laughs> you and Joe always have odd things That's happen. True. This is true. And then, Listen, tell, and then tell the stories on our if show. If you spend time with me, funny, bad things are going to happen to me and or you. And you <laughs> are guaranteed to get good stories, but there's a chance someone may get hurt. Yeah, we... Uh, it's usually Joe. Last, at our last camping trip in 2019, uh, we... Uh, I was I had my 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 little sleeping arrangement which included I might add an air mattress 
a, uh, a sleeping bag and a blanket. He brought the so complete, I came prepared. Complete package. <laughs> I came prepared. Uh, and, and so I was sharing a tent, and Joe and his wife were in that tent too. And Ooh. at one point, we heard something r- rummaging around out in all of our food that was clearly <laughs> some sort of creature. Um, so me and Rachel, Joe's wife, or as we on our podcast, we call her his current yes. wife. You'd have to listen to get the, the bit. But uh, so Rachel and I wake up and we're like, what do we do? Wake up Joe. That's like the only answer. So we wake up Joe. Joe gets out. And he goes, oh, it's a possum. Yeah. Like, what do you want him to <laughs> what do? do? I do? He's just looking for food. Like, leave him alone. Scare it. So he gets out and he tries to scare it off. And the possum just like does not budge he's just looking at joe i, I shine noises. my flashlight on it and it's literally like i'm elk spotting like he just like <laughs> freezes and looks at me which i was like he just stole my soul i'm pretty sure i lost my soul to this possum so then joe tried to toss something at it to scare it off a, i threw a log at it and hit it <laughs> oh joe. Is- and it screamed like an adult woman <laughs> it screamed like an adult woman it was the scared most the, horrifying thing I've the ever piss heard. piss out of me. Like, for real, I think I peed a little bit. So I was thought the possum I hit a... the thing that was screaming, what the F? <laughs> no, this was the, that was the year before. That was the year. I think it was the same possum. <laughs> that was the year that, that before this woman started screaming, I'm going to sleep in my shanty. So I got a I got an Eno, and then I've got, like, hammocks <laughs> covering, or not hammocks, but tarps covering tarps. me. So in case it rains, I'm good. And uh, I'm going to sleep in the hammock. I'm I'm just super drunk. We started. We broke out the moonshine at like ten o'clock. It just started pounding yeah. it. Um, but uh, I'm I'm drunk. I'm laying in bed sleeping, and all of a sudden someone's like, like tapping me on the shoulder, and I roll over and it's my wife, and I'm like, what? And she goes, the air mattress deflated, and I didn't know what else to do, so I said, what do you want me to do about it? <laughs> and she's like, Joe, it was out of air. And I was like, okay. And I didn't know what else to do, so I literally just opened my hammock up. Like, come on in, crawl in. Like, there's nothing I could do. It's 2 o'clock in the morning. Like, go to bed. You could have, like, gotten the you know the, the air pump out and helped It would have woke up the entire campsite. It, yeah, exactly. Well, our the, pump was so loud. They always and it probably are. woke up the what the F woman early. Yeah, I was going to say, I think everybody was going to be up that night anyway, so it probably would have been just fine. <laughs> oh, that was the best, man. She was, that dude, that dad got so, he was so nice the first time, and she kept going, and he was like, I'm going to punch you in the effing face if you don't stop. And she was like, oh, and just silence. Okay, Me so now we're taking over people, your podcast, Perry. Um, so sample that. number two. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, are you going to tell us what one was? No, we're going to so what we'll oh. do is we'll drink through everything and then we'll uh, we'll rank them and then I'll tell you what each one was. Uh, Joe just finished it. Yeah, so. I saw I just that. Finished one. Let's oh. rock and roll. <laughs> I lost my little buffer. Mm. <laughs> the second one tastes like dessert. This one's darker, I feel like. I love the smell. Yes, this does. I do taste like a it's very sweet smelling. I agree with Ryan. It smells like smells like straight cake. I love cake. <laughs> Quick, what's hey, your Joe, favorite cake? You... <laughs> Bourbon is my cake. So. <laughs> See, if this were our show, that would be, that would the, be episode the episode title. title. We, have yeah. a, we have a friend who I, makes I... a uh, bourbon banana pudding. That's very good. Ooh. Or, yes, it's very good. It's true. It's a, I was going to say, a I, lot actually of have an answer to, I actually have an answer to favorite cake. So my grandmother every year. 
uh, for my birthday that's, makes that's, me a cake. That pause was. This weird. is not an answer. That this is a story. That pause was weird, Josh. Yeah, I've answered my favorite yeah, cake. Yeah, I think so you, my I grandma think you paused at the wrong point there, bud. <laughs> Anyways, my grandmother every year for my birthday makes me a cake that is it's like chocolate caramel whipped cream sort of deal. I don't know what all's in it. Heath bar. It's technically called better than sex cake, but she's incredibly uncomfortable with that, so she calls it better than Paul Newman cake. Which, oh my gosh, I'm curious what her complicated <laughs> does thoughts that mean? About Paul she Newman wants to are. have sex with Paul. I need, I need the thought process. I need this written down. Oh my gosh, that is the best. Listen. So back to the intricate flavors of this delicious bourbon. Um, so I get the very big dessert notes on the smell, but once I tasted it, I didn't quite get that. I had to take a sip of water to kind of cleanse the palate, as it were. This is this is not my water podcast. Bourbon's made of water. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it's got water. <laughs> it's just it's just dirty grain water. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. It's. I mean, the color comes from the dirty barrel that it sits in. It's not dirty. It is. It's charred. Does that constitute dirty, dirty are though? Very different things. Uh, if I if I charred your your uh, floor, would you say that your floor is dirty? No. If I walk into somebody's burned house and just immediately go, "Man, it is dirty in here," like I just. <laughs> I, that but is you wouldn't say it was clean. Hold on, hold on. But you wouldn't. Anybody who walks into a house that has been caught on fire and says it is really dirty in here needs to seriously assess their life choices. That is a level of elitism that cannot be matched, and that is why America hates poor people. Like, <laughs> oh man, how did we get? How did we get this far down? <laughs> I'm just a very big Talking Heads fan, so anytime I see a house that's burning down, I get excited. Y'all, I was just trying to be silly, and y'all try to turn it into something serious. Listen, and Joe and I came on this podcast to be serious bourbon aficionados. <laughs> yeah, as you tell your story about your grandmother's cake, <laughs> that, and Joe throwing a, a, a log at a possum. Pe- Perry knew what he was getting into. When he I wanted to present what I was well. getting I don't know if the listeners knew what we were getting into. They did not. They do, and if this doesn't sell them on why they should listen to Tell Me I'm Wrong. I, I The sad thing is, I think we've pretty much represented our show very well, <laughs> so so if if you like any of it, there's more. I feel like I should have brought a debate topic to the table, but you know, I nah. don't do that as well as I do drinking bourbon. We don't do it very well either. Well, you did, because you gave us three bourbons that we can debate. Well, oh that's well, true. that's perfect. That's true. You know what? I think somewhere in the back of my mind, that is like where, like that's kind of where I was kind of justifying how to, you know, what I was doing with this. So, thanks for reminding me, Josh. That you don't have to justify anything when you have 155. We give episodes. no justification <laughs> on our, our podcast, and we we don't justify anything. We're only 30 episodes in. All right. So, what do you guys think? One, one or two? So far, I think I'm I'm leaning two. I think I like one more. I was gonna say I like one, was, one more. One was smooth. Like, one was uh, one, so smooth. one tastes more like a typical like like when I think of bourbon, like those those oh, flavors come up. Let's two tastes, tastes like very atypical. Like I feel like it's not it's not a normal. I don't know. Two two is a little bit more unique. I would say I totally agree with you, Ryan. But I like yeah, it though. What, uh, at the moment, I I, yeah. I I do like two. I like both. Yeah. Though. One one is um. One is very kind of stock standard. This is what I expect from bourbon. But two is 
It's very much its own beast. So it's very chocolatey. Mm-hmm. I've drank a lot of bourbon very fast. <laughs> we're losing. We're losing Joe and very I, quickly. I did not yeah. eat a lot of dinner. <laughs> <laughs> so Joe's, from this point on, you can just start your timer. <laughs> Joe's the kind of guy they have to wheel out of the distillery at the end of the tour. I gotta turn. I gotta make sure I don't get on Amazon later tonight, or we're gonna have some mysterious packages. Show turn up. on your. Per, I'll text Rachel and tell her to turn on the parental blocks. Don't get. Don't get on the Brookstone website. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I got. I got bourbon to buy. I got to find little you references. You need to be to drunk to buy some. Uh, buy some stuff off that website. Those moisture resistant blankets are no. perfect for when you're drinking bourbon. Sensual, sensual blankets, baby. That's a, that's a different podcast. <laughs> I I gotta make keep making little references though, so people will go back and listen and be like, "What were they talking about?" And they'll go and listen to that's a podcast. What you need to do is guys, you need to do like a, Tom Hart does with KSR. Just start working them into your normal yeah exactly show. exactly. And then as we listen, we'll be like, "Oh, oh shout oh, out!" Hey, that hey, is a that a, is a podcast. That no one else does is a bourbon a Brookstone based podcast where you just take a Brookstone item and you describe it. There you go. There, that's our next be fantastic. <laughs> it's some of the products you guys were talking about on last week's episode. Like they get into the review oh, of man. it. Like they don't even yeah, have. They have we're just going to write our own discuss That is like like I was. Like, I had to look up what they were. <laughs> Joe, you're a wholesome boy. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I wouldn't describe well, them that way. <laughs> well, you know, my wife and I, my current wife and I, both worked at Brookstone simultaneously, so we are that's foremost true. experts on that. But that's not how you met. All right, sample no. three. <laughs> there we go. Going to need to get a palate cleanser from both. I had, I had to as well. I made the mistake of not bringing any water into this room. Yeah, well, just cleanse your well, palate with more you, bourbon. I'm going to keep drinking this. My wife has been painting for Christmas stuff, and there's a cup of uh, like dirty paint water. <laughs> oh, no. I'm, I'm so afraid that I'm going to like reach over and just pick it up and take a big swig of it. <laughs> have you all ever Have you all ever done those, like, the wine and and painting places or whatever? No. Yeah, like I know it's super girly. Or whatever. I went, I went be- Yeah, I went because it was an office thing. Like they That's exactly why it. I went. And I was like, it wasn't great. But one of the things they talked about was make sure you don't drink the paint water. Make sure you drink the drink that you have. I <laughs> Joe, you definitely just sounded like you've been trying to hold on to this secret and you haven't had a good time to like. No, it's not a secret. I, mean, I gave the, I gave the paintings soon- to my wife, but I got hammered drunk. Because <laughs> I did not want to go. And we went to the pub beforehand, so I was already a little toasted. And then I just you- got there and just started downing some wine that I don't even really You went like. to... Oh, it's right there. Yeah, I know. Because we went I to miss the, the pub so much. That place was. I so actually good. liked the pub back in high school. Oh yeah, but it's just not convenient, and now it's gone. So. We went. My wife and I used to go to TGI Fridays for dinner. Go there, order a drink of water. Realize we didn't want TGI Fridays, and truly went to pub and just get up and leave. <laughs> <laughs> I think we did that three or four times. Why didn't you just start going to the? You pub? did that three or four times. <laughs> we would go. We'd be like, "We'll try Fridays," and we'd sit at the table and be like, "God, I really just want the pub," so we just get up and leave. <laughs> we'll try <laughs> Fridays. You know what's on the menu. <laughs> I was gonna say Fridays is not not surprising you. It's not, oh, Chef Special tonight looks great. I think I've successfully never ate at TGI Fridays in my life. Chicken fried Brussels sprouts. This sounds. Um. I would say in in high school, me and my buddy uh, Matt Jordan, uh, shout out, would um, we'd go to TGI Fridays over by the the Fayette Mall here in Lexington for NFL Sunday football. And we would sit at the bar, even though we were under under 21. We were like 19 at the time. 
and we would just drink soda the whole time and pretend like we were cool guys at the bars. We were regulars, <laughs> and we knew the bartenders. And oh my gosh, we were friends you were, with them. You were regulars at TGI Fridays. <laughs> that, Listen, I, I don't know if that that's sad. Not, that's not the saddest like thing funny, I've ever heard. Sad. Is it sad? Is it sadder to be a regular at TGI Fridays or Applebee's? Oh, Applebee's. We have a... Yeah. Listen, listen, <laughs> listen, listen. I went to Applebee's one night with one of our friends. They got really cheap beer there. Like, well, you can get yeah. a tall boy at Applebee's for like $3. That doesn't mean it's good. Yeah. I mean, but I if you're trust, just going to drink beer, that's all we did. I don't trust anywhere that charges more for a Miller Lite than an LIT. Like, just not going. <sighs> Rachel and I were coming home from the uh, car wash there night. We had to drive past the only Applebee's left in Lexington. They were promoting... <laughs> One gallon LITs for fifteen dollars. Oh. I was like, oh. that is alcohol that poisoning to the max. That like, should you are literally dying be illegal. If you drink a gallon of LIT, maybe the FDA needs to outlaw that. <laughs> Guys, idea: milk gallon challenge with the, the gallon of LIT <laughs> in an hour <laughs> between like six people. No, no, by yourself. <laughs> you would die. One of my friends. Uh, we would all be in the college. hospital. Actually, he was. We on would need to invite trip. an ER nurse. <laughs> he was on that camping trip. We went where my friend tried the bourbon, but we decided we wanted to go to Applebee's one night for cheddar biscuits, and we sat at the bar and just drank lits for like an hour and a half, and had to call a cab to take us home because we were just. We were <laughs> okay. Okay. The, the next debate topic. What's sadder, <laughs> that story, or Josh being a regular <laughs> at TGI? I don't think, I don't and think only drinking club. Soda. I don't know. I'll argue that mine is not sad because we only did it one time. I don't know. That's a pretty sad time. <laughs> I mean, cheddar biscuits, man. Come on, that would that pulled me back in on the thing. Cheddar biscuits are good. Like, it's the getting drunk on LITs and calling a cab from a uh, look, two dudes, two dudes at that. I'll I'll give you this. Applebee's appetizers are pretty fire. Um, my dad's a big fan. Him and his. I mean, if you're a fan of frozen appetizers, yeah, he referees sure. football, like college football, and his crew always in when he did Flex. high school football would always go to Applebee's, whatever the local Applebee's was after the game, and get uh, cheap happy hour appetizers. And he loves it so much that he said, when he dies at his funeral, he wants to no. uh, have Applebee's appetizers served. No. Did he really say this? Oh, he really said this. He also wants to be like his ashes to be buried under a tree. And oh, he wants I'm us to so get the happy tree you didn't say eyes. in an Applebee's to-go box. Confession, I called Josh's dad the other day. I was so uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm just picturing a bunch of to-go boxes from Applebee's. <laughs> no, it's like those warming trays, but they have <laughs> Applebee's signs cask. and have them. How quick would I get kicked out of an Applebee's if I walked in and I said, hey, my dad wants me to spread his ashes here. Where can I do it? <laughs> they probably have a section for that. I was going <laughs> to say, mix his ashes in your $1 LIT. <laughs> And at old school Applebee's, they would have just hung it on the wall. They'd have been like, old urn? Cool, let's put it up next to this tennis racket. That's that's the Malone's version of a famous person goes in and signs a menu. They put it up there, but they would write Undertaker's urn beside it. So people would think Undertaker came in. Our cool memorabilia. I did. I called Josh's dad, and it was very uncomfortable for me. I was so nervous. He goes, hello, this is Bill. And I went, hello, Mr. Ballard. <laughs> Bill Bill came over uh, like in March to so because we took like all of Brandy's furniture. <laughs> we it we have we have a weird like 
like anything Brandy's looking to get rid of, we basically just take. Like I think I'm on my <laughs> second dresser from her. Um, I have her car now. We have. Are you Brandy's goodwill? <laughs> Apparently. Do um, you inherit her Tinder profile when she meets someone? Yeah, right. <laughs> Perry and Lucy just have a drop box out of their outside their house. She just like dumps stuff in it. But it's it's do padlocked you, do you and give Brandy's her, do you give her Brandy dropped too? off today. <laughs> do you give her tax forms too? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, let me tell you, she is not in good shape. <laughs> she, well, she, no, if she just keeps giving you all stuff, her income level's got to be real low. I was yeah. going to say, before long, she's going to be walking in like it's a half-price book, just being like, do y'all take DVDs? <laughs> I have a I have an unopened uh, DVD... <laughs> set of the first season of Breaking Bad in my car if anybody wants it. <laughs> How long has it been in your car? <laughs> like three months. <laughs> Wait, that's not as long as I was expecting. I've got, have you ever like looked, so I used to Do you know when really... the first season of Breaking Bad came out? <laughs> also, are you aware of Netflix? Yes. It's like 2009. Yeah, but it's also unopened. Like, okay. <laughs> so I went through my deep... Wait, wait, what was the circumstances that led to yeah, you acquiring we, this? Well, there's it, a story here. My bro- so my brother gave it to me for Christmas. And it was... Christmas, th- this year or a wait, year ago? No, 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 no. Like, legitimately 10 years ago. Okay? <laughs> and that was absolutely at the time when, when Netflix was, was around. And yeah. when Breaking Bad was also on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you've got to watch it. You've got to watch but Breaking Bad. But not everybody had Netflix in 2010. So give your brother for the benefit of the doubt. No, I that, think it was only fair. DVD in 2010. I don't think they were streaming yet. I was still in college. I don't remember them streaming in 2010. Yeah. Well, Maybe it wasn't quite 10 years ago. It might have been like seven it, or eight. When I was in college, it was streaming because that's how I watched it. Same. Anyway. You watch so, people's shit? So, so he, gave me, he gave me this... this DVD season set of Breaking Bad, and it sat in my parents' house for up until years. Basically, I mean, up until about three months ago. And my mom was going, Hey, I'm cleaning out your room. Do you want this? And like, there are a few other, I mean, like, she was, Yes. Well, look, (laughs) I didn't want my mom to have to deal with it anymore. It was guilt. It was guilt. It was. It was 100% guilt. I was like, I don't want, I don't want my mom to have to, you know, think about what do i what do i need to do with this so i took it and i don't know what to do with it now like i guess like is it worth selling it on ebay is it worth it it, it sounds like that's gonna be your next giveaway on patreon (laughs) you're gonna sign it sign it it's signed by me if it'll help if it'll help have us have us sign it It'll be the only signed copy by Tell Me I'm Wrong Bourbon Podcast Collab. I think we can convince you can, Joe to sign Brian Cranston's name. I, heck yeah, I will. You can auction it off. I'll, I'll sign Aaron Paul. I'll that, sign as Walter White. I don't even care. That, <laughs> I've never even watched that show, and I know who that is. I'm, I'm just going to, in, in, in all lowercase letters, just write Hank. <laughs> <laughs> Not even the actor's name. Just Hank. Gus. Gus. This this is signed by Gus. I I was or gonna say my f- guy who rings the bell. <laughs> I love when people give you seasons of TV shit. We talked about this on a recent episode about people giving you gift cards to like re- like oh, chain yeah, yeah, restaurants. Yeah, because yeah. it's a, like a single season would have yeah. been a good idea well, for a bad gift. Well, if you get a restaurant gift card, it's like oh, you have to go to Applebee's in the next month. Like 
you just don't have a choice. But one time I was given, you know, you, you get these TV shows where they're like, I think you'll like the show. So I bought this for you. One time I got the second season of Homeland. I had never seen the first season. <laughs> That's the worst. You get season two. Yeah. Season two is the worst season. We could discuss this on our show, but I'm pretty sure season two of any show is the worst yeah. season to pick because it's not the end, but it's also not the beginning. Yeah. So I got I don't season. Know. I think the second season of Psych is a lot better than the first season. That's actually yeah, very but- true. Do you but, watch Psych? People actually watch that show? Psych's awesome. Yeah, it's an amazing show. Psych's amazing. Never seen it. Whatever. Well, what's, the, what is, <laughs> what's your discrepancy you, you here? You probably also like Big Bang Theory. So. No, no. No, I don't like no. Big Bang Theory. Perry, Perry is a man of taste. <laughs> He's not watching yeah, that the Big watches Bang Theory. shows from the USA Network. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ask hey, myself hey, my hey, Rizzolian hey, Isles hey. tattoo. Hey, hey, we watch wrestling. Yeah. That's I was going to say, Joe network. and I watch USA Network every Monday. I I'm the only one on this if show If we that weren't recording taste. right now, I'd be watch, currently watching the USA Network. <laughs> yeah, it's true. We Listen, we, we, we watch you, Raw you, every week. It's important. You, I was going to say, you actually pay extra. <laughs> that's the only, that's, if that tells you anything, that is the only current television show I watch besides Chicago Fire and wrestling. That's it. You I do not watch Chicago any. Fire? We've oh started watching it. Okay, so I used to be a firefighter, and we started watching it when I did that. And I no longer do that, obviously, but <laughs> it kind of became a thing where we just got into it and stuck with it. Mm. You're just, you you got to finish That's the show my parents watch. Well, they're good people. <laughs> I mean, they, I have to tell you a no story argument. about buying DVDs on buying seasons. If I'm telling too many stories, Perry, please, I'll stop. I don't know. I don't know what's happening anymore. Honestly, so, one he Black can't Friday, keep up with our pace. I was in Ohio with my family and my dad. I was going out Black Friday shopping with my cousin. My dad was like, "Here, here's, I don't remember, forty dollars to if you need any money." Thinking he would think I would buy food or something like that. I went to Best Buy and bought the entire series of Entourage. <laughs> Like five seasons. That was out. Was out currently. I came home and I was like, "Look at what I got." And he's like, "How did you buy that?" that? Reminds me like, when Michael Scott gets the per diem and he talks about he's going to buy a sweater. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> he's like, "What? Where? How did you get that?" I was like, "I bought it." And he's like, "With what?" I was like, "With that money you gave me." <laughs> he's like, "You idiot! That was for if you ate. I didn't send you to go out and buy an entire TV series." Hey, it paid off though because Joe's dog and daughter are named after characters from Entourage. So. That's not—he's not lying. I think I think that is my favorite Joe story. That's one of the best things I've, I've heard ever lot. heard in my entire life. He was—he was legitimately upset that I spent all forty dollars oh, on Entourage DVDs. Oh man, that's a good story. Oh. They were all selling Black Friday for like six bucks a piece. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I think we should try bourbon number three after that one. I would like I've to. I've already been trying I would it. like to. Because that's why. Why do you think I'm telling so many stories right now? I am. I'm good. We made a mistake bringing Joe here. We See, well, we're safe on our own podcast, but then we go out in public and he acts a fool. What these guys don't have in common with us, Perry, is I, they, I have a two and a half year old. So I really don't drink a lot of alcohol anymore. Well. Except for maybe an occasional one glass of bourbon a night while I'm like playing PlayStation or whatever. So when I drink larger amounts, my tolerance is way down, and it, it, it just doesn't take much anymore. See, see Joe, what? I still make time for the finer things in life. You also have a baby <laughs> yeah, who doesn't require a lot of attention. I just got here, Daddy, what are you drinking? I want some. I want some. Ooh. No, this is for mommies and daddies only. Yeah. I want some. Imagine, okay, let, go, imagine go ahead, have, like, distilling Joe down into a child. 
and yep. having like that's oh. why Joe can't drink anymore because you know his, his daughter's just telling him stories all day. Well, yeah, but she's awesome, and you all can't deny that. She oh, she's a the cool best. Baby. No, she is awesome. She better than Gwen. Uh, no, Gwen is uh, Gwen <laughs> no, is my Gwen's niece, great. And they hung the out one time, and they were and they were having lightsaber duels with each other. That's, That's amazing. They the only Two time they've ever hung ever. out, they just absolutely beat the hell out of Joe with some <laughs> fake lightsabers. <laughs> the it first time that that Gwen came over to meet Eden, who's my baby, she kept looking at her and going, "Does she want a toy? Does she want to play?" <laughs> and we were like, "No, Gwen. She's a newborn. She's she's just a lump." And she. <laughs> As as Gwen and Brandy were walking out the door, you could hear Gwen trailing off and saying, "Next time, I'm going to teach her how to walk." <laughs> <laughs> that sounds Gwen. just like Gwen. With the power that's, move. that's Gwenny. Yeah, but that so I'll, uh, on on the topic of this is the last story before we get back to the bourbon. But um, <laughs> no, of course not. <clears throat> on the topic of uh, small children um, requesting alcohol uh, in inappropriate <laughs> times, um, my sister, my She's my youngest sibling. When she was probably three or four, I was in the grocery store at the, the Kroger on Romney Road that no longer exists here in Lexington, Kentucky. It's gone. R.I.P. Man, that's a good Kroger. R.I.P. indeed. Um, somebody once called that the Divorced Moms Kroger. <laughs> <laughs> that's where all the rich people go. That's where all the rich people go, yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's so... alimony Kroger. <laughs> exactly. So, um, my, my mom took my sister to go grocery shopping and she's going through the, the beer aisle and she gets some like Budweiser or whatever. And my, you know, my mom puts it in the cart and everything. And <clears throat> my sister, Sarah looks at my mom and goes, what, what's that mommy? She goes, well, it's beer. She goes, well, can I have some? And my mom goes, no, that's adults. Only, only grownups can have it. And my sister proceeds to throw a tantrum in the Kroger <laughs> because she can't have any beer and is very loudly screaming, but I like beer, Mom, over oh, and good. over and over. I like beer, Mom. mom I like year. beer, Mom. And my <laughs> poor mother is just, she just thinks, oh, somebody from church is going to be in here right now, and uh, I'm not going to be able to teach Sunday school anymore. <laughs> but, yeah. Anyway. I I just call that good parenting, personally. Uh, hey, everything in moderation. <laughs> well, I might not call it good. I might not call it good parenting if if it was just Budweiser. I mean, oh, come on. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Raise your standards. Yeah, Miller High Life, man. <laughs> My Champagne man. Of Miller beers. High Life's a great beer. I love Miller High Life. Like You're talking like to a man whose preferred beer is Miller Light. I don't care. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. You come over here. And I, if you if I ask you if you want a beer, you say yes. More than likely, it's going to be Miller High Life. I I just really thought you were going to stop there. You come over here if I ask you. <laughs> okay. Yes, I was like, well, I guess I'm not getting invited over there. You guys want to come ap- over sometime? I mean, yeah. It, it appears Perry prefer- is the one who knocks. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. All right. So sample three out of three in this blind flight. What do you guys think oh, about we're drinking it? bourbon? This one tastes very familiar to me. Interesting. Like I, I feel like I've, I've had it before. So, we have. I'm, I'm not, I'm not a huge. At least fan. the three, three of us, and I, I think Perry may have met him somewhere along the way. I have a friend named Matt Pugh, and him and his wife Mary have an incredible bourbon selection. And um, I, uh, I swear I have had this at their home. 
What do you think this is, Josh? Yeah, so that's the problem. Is generally Matt just pours it and I drink it. Yeah, and I well, don't know what it is. That's, that's what happens when he that comes over here. That is how it too. works at Matt's house. But Matt's the best. He does pour and then he talks a lot afterwards. But I, I, usually I'm still yeah, trying to drink the bourbon he poured. And I'm all, I, he'll be like, "So what do you think?" I'm like, "Oh, it's good. It's bourbon." Matt, Matt, and I would have a really good time together. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you would. Yeah. Just dueling bourbon pours. <laughs> Sometime all of us need to need to go over to, to yes, Matt's please. house. Yes, please. That's the only time I've ever had absinthe in my life. <laughs> oh, That's I love absinthe. Absinthe dude. is awesome. He introduced me to port. Yeah. And no, that was that wasn't that wasn't Matt. That was uh, Luke. Luke, yeah, Luke was the one who was drinking well, the port wine. Luke via Matt. So sample number three. <laughs> but anyways, what I was getting I at, I don't really like three that much. I don't know really. why. I, I I won't say it's my favorite. I still prefer I, number one. To number two, I think I've come back around, and I'm I'm now on one as well. But Mm. this is probably my second. I know you said it wasn't a rye. Yeah, it's It's not a rye. No, they're they're all three bourbons. It's probably this is probably my second favorite of the three. But it's to me fairly smooth. It has I don't know. There's some flavor in there that is overriding everything else, and it's 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 not my favorite for some reason. I don't know. I, I I mean, again, I have no palate. I don't have any reasons why. I just prefer the other two. I think I like one, three, two. I agree with Joe. I, I would probably go one, two, three. I think I might also go one, two, three. I like I like one is just like I'm drinking bourbon. Two is like oh, that's an interesting flavor. And three, I, I don't know. There's something something off about it. You know, yeah. now that I'm several sips in. I'm starting to turn on it, which is very not not common. I don't think. Well, and and also a side note, I actually started drinking three way before you guys started drinking three. <laughs> You've so had more I am time about with it. I'm, I am about four sips in rather than one or two. First, well, si- I, go ahead, Josh. Uh, I was gonna say first sip tasted very familiar. Second it has a sip, lot more bite than the others. I really too, enjoyed, and somewhere around like. the third and the fourth, it is just I, I don't know. It might <clears throat> it might bounce back down. Well, I, it's it sits in the back of the throat a little bit. I will say three is the highest. That's proof. what she said. <laughs> Joe, three is the highest proof, so that makes sense. So, I'm gonna do one more sip. Um, I, I'm I'm trying to figure out how to reveal these <laughs> by name. Well, <laughs> well, I will say your listeners will be like, "Oh, yeah, they're idiots." Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, no, our I'm, reaction to you revealing them will be like, "Oh yes, of course." Oh well, well why yes? We, yeah, we'll just play it off. The economy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're we're very smart and diversified. <laughs> you gave us samples of these in this economy. Hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there it is. Unfortunately, I do have the bourbon Harper starting to set in. There we go. <laughs> and you get older. There we go. Jo- so, jo- um, Joe looks like he's had a rough one already. Go ahead. Peter. He does. Sorry. <laughs> That's how I look when I got on the podcast. Nothing's changed. <laughs> should I go? Should I go three, two, one, or one, two, three? Or what do you guys want me to do? I want to know what your, three your is show, really man. bad, quite honestly, because I okay. swear I've had. All right, it. we'll start with three. So three was sent to me by a, a by a company by a distillery. Um, this is a yearly release from Barrel Bourbon. This is New Year. Uh, for 2021, right. uh, not many people have actually had this yet because it is uh, it is 
fairly fairly new so i've totally uh, had special. it before i was right then right since it's yearly and yeah exactly yeah, nobody's ever had it <laughs> yeah uh 113.9 proof oh that is high one Wolf. of the one of the really interesting things about this one too uh is how many different places the distillate came from to make up this batch uh so all of the bourbons that went into creating this uh specific release came from Kentucky, Tennessee, Indiana, New York, Texas, Wyoming, and Colorado. So seven states. Okay, so for us dummies, so <laughs> that is the like the rick houses, like where it's aging? Yeah, or? so that's that's where it's been distilled and where I... And then they're blending <clears throat> it. Yeah, exactly. Oh. <clears throat> so it could be, you know, one I, barrel it from... Is, I mean, it is pretty balanced, I will say, even though it's not my favorite. It is a pretty balanced... I, I like this one a lot. It ranked, I, I, I gave it a really good score uh, on my live stream last week. Um, I gave it like a <clears throat> like a 16.5 out of 20 or something like that. Um, so I, I think it's really good. I think they did a, a, a really solid job um, with the blending on this one. But I do definitely prefer these other two to it. I'll just go three, two, one now since I started. Sounds with good. Three. So number two, I'm really, really excited that you guys got to try this one. This was <clears throat> the first official podcast pick. Oh, yeah. Okay. I have to tell you, I've been seeing all the posts. <laughs> I had I had a thought on the second one. I was like, I wonder if he gave us Rifmas story. I did give you guys Rifmas story. Um, th- this was our, y'all did a great job. I love, I love good. this bourbon. I really do. Um, I, the, the stickers ridiculous and I was fun say, and the, 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 the label on this bottle is one of my favorites. Cause I love a Christmas. Oh, yeah. Also the dip. I mean, <clears throat> it's, oh, the, it's like, the, I, I don't I, know if you guys have seen confession. the box. Go ahead. Confession. Ryan. I had, I had new riff early on when yeah. they very first, like, like, couple i don't know if it, what was their first one like a couple years ago uh 2018 was their first release okay i think i had maybe their first release yeah did not like it <laughs> <laughs> i was not a fan i and like a lot of people i know like really liked it and i was like i don't know maybe i just have a weird palate but i i always felt like the early ones i didn't feel like they knew what they were doing like i didn't feel like they had chosen a specific flavor to go with like instead of like like you know like how Makers has that very distinctive flavor every time I don't know but that that was just my personal opinion but this I do really like so ha- having talked to the guys from New Riff they actually they it, it's a really unique <coughs> excuse me process that they have for creating their whiskeys um, they don't always clean uh their their stills uh in the way that they they normally would on any given day um they might be running you know a different mash bill from the day before or (laughs) you know two days time it could be something that you know is way off the mark and everything but um they're they're just a very unique company in in what they put out and they also uh, they have two different places that they uh, buy their barrels from. So not only is their distillate going to change day-to-day, release-to-release, but what it's actually going into... Joe's, I think we might have lost Joe for the remainder of the episode. 
<laughs> He's just happy. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ric Flair is that finally on the podcast. That was a lot more than I anticipated. <laughs> Did you down all three? <laughs> but anyway, they're also aging them in, <laughs> That's uh, what I have left. in, <laughs> in different style barrels. Um, so there's there's a you know there's a great variance in what you're actually going to get from single barrel to single barrel, and also uh, from batch to batch. You know if they're not as careful about it. But I do have to talk about the the box that Rifmas story oh came in. Oh my gosh, it's so wonderful! It's perfect. It's uh, a fragile sticker or fragile for anybody who. Uh, Must is, be Italian. Of course. Did y'all do like a, was this like a limited release? Yeah, there were only like 230 bottles mm-hmm. um, and it sold out before it came out. Um, yeah. But yeah, I've, it's I so mean, good, how could man. it not with the look? Yeah. I mean, it well, tastes, it tastes fantastic. Well, and but on top like, of that, I also, I would just, I mean, having that on your shelf. It's I know, a, right? It's an immediate I was talking, say, like, I would, conversation I would point. not only buy this bourbon, I would keep that bottle like it's it's such a good mixture of like classy and ridiculous that oh, yeah, I really absolutely. like, and it's also like a really good bourbon. So <laughs> well done. We we spent a lot of time when we were picking it, debating between it and uh, and another one on whether you know we should put something out that's you know going to be a crowd pleaser or whether it's going to be unique. And you know we my camp that podcast crew was arguing we want to we should put something out that is different and you know is not just the stock standard bourbon so my well, answer was actually really good when <laughs> no it absolutely was it. i mean like as soon as you said that i was like he totally hit the nail on the head that's exactly the conversation that we've been having around it is that it's it's clearly bourbon but it's got a little something extra to it it's just a little bit different and and i have to tell people like i drink bourbon like i drink a lot of bourbon but hey, me too. not <laughs> not like to the point where I like can decide which one is which. So the fact that you were able to make it that distinctive for a casual bourbon drinker, excellent choice. Oh, that I got chills. I got the, the Paul go. Abdul goosebumps. We, we had to make we had to make up for completely uh, just taking Derailing. over your podcast with our stories. So no, it's R- fine. Ryan, I, Ryan need to make you say something nice. I got a I got a another great tell me I'm wrong idea. Worst American okay. Idol judge panel. Ooh. Oh yes, I'm writing that, write one, that one down. <laughs> I've never even watched American Idol, but I'm in for that. <laughs> you, you didn't even watch the Kelly Clarkson season. That was the, the first, first one, one, wasn't it? Yeah, that was yeah. the first song of the girl I dated in high school, though. Like a moment like this, that was our song. A moment like this was your song. <laughs> yeah, well, was the first, the first like actual girlfriend I ever had. Well, okay. that's interesting. <laughs> well, now I'm s- and the show well, now I'm sad. <laughs> now I'm sad that you gave us a bourbon that, that that's all I'm ever going to get. I have to really enjoy it now. Well, I also yeah, gave I, you another one. Unfortunately, Ryan completely <laughs> killed his second sample, so it's all gone. <laughs> well, I also gave you one that you're also never going to get unless you buy one from a friend or on secondary. Um, number one was Heaven Hill Six Year Bottled and Bond, which used to be on the shelf for $12 a bottle Um, and was, I mean, it's a hundred proof, six years old. Uh, As soon as Heaven Hill kind of caught wind that it was, you know, growing in popularity, they took it off the market, uh, introduced a seven-year-old version of it for the the national market. And this was only Mm -hmm. available in Kentucky, by the way. 
but the seven-year-old is now available mostly anywhere in the United States and is at $40 a bottle. Wow. So. <laughs> I was going to say, I've, I've had some Heaven Hill in the past and never been my favorite, but I, I personally, you know, I, I enjoyed the first sample. I think we all ranked it as the best, didn't yeah. we? I would have said one, three, two, but now I, I more and more after drinking more of three, I'd think I'd go more two. And I, I would probably pick two in a store regardless, just because the 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 oh, what yeah. it is the bottle. Because the bottle, yeah, it's awesome. It's the best. It's like, the best like limited, like local release. I feel I like. love that movie anyway. Oh so, like, yeah, that just yeah. perfect timing, perfect bottle. You all should be celebrating. I also feel like it drinks like a dis- like a winter bourbon. Yeah, like, it definitely does. I feel like I definitely drink bourbon differently depending on the season. Because like in the summer, like I'm much more likely to drink, to stick with my bullet or or maybe even like a like a makers or something. Yeah. But in the winter I'm more like the four <laughs> roses and the, the Woodfords, you know, the darker darker stuff. See, I still will of course go I mean with my, my standard Turkey one oh one throughout the year, but like one um you know, in the in the summer months, I might grab <clears throat> Old Granddad 114 or Wild Turkey Rare Breed or something like that, and put it over ice. Um, you know, and I, I don't I don't like a whole lot of ice with my bourbon. Um, like Same. watered watered down bourbon is one of the worst flavors. Yeah, I, I <laughs> like I I have it, it starts to take closer and closer like piss. <laughs> <laughs> just just Brian, slowly. Have you, have you- have you tasted a lot of piss? Oh no! Yeah. Here we go. Oh, <laughs> uh, the good-natured ribbing of never, the never. "Tell me I'm wrong, boys." <laughs> Listen, I was gonna say I good-natured most of them. I enjoy like an occasional rock, but I need you know I if it's gonna get watered down. Like I, I was a huge rock fan. <laughs> we're not talking about wrestling anymore, Jeff. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, my bad. But yeah, I was gonna say I'm t- typically a straight. Like I, I like my bourbon straight. So yeah. Uh, you know, I I enjoy all three of these. They're fantastic. <laughs> I prefer I, on the rocks, but I usually do a very small pour so it doesn't get watered down. I just no, like to kind of cool it off a little bit. So I just, I mean, I literally put maybe like just a finger's worth amount in there, and I'd rather pour more. Now, like at a restaurant, obviously you can't or a bar, you can't control that. Right. But yeah. like if I'm at home, I'll pour a little bit, but put it in like a with a rock uh, ice ball. And then pour a little bit more. That's why it's nice to have like, and I keep basil. It's one of my favorites in the decanter. I'll just like, I'm sitting on the couch watching a uh, late night football game or wrestling or whatever. I'll just bring the decanter beside me and just add a little bit, drink it, add a little bit, drink it. So it just kind of takes that like warm bite off of it. The classic so it alcoholic approach. Yeah, you really, are you really saying that you're. that bite off of Basil Hayden. I mean, yeah, I was going to say, are you suggesting that Basil Hayden's on the rock is a, a good a good choice here? Is that your you expert opinion? straight into it. <laughs> What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't think he's aware of. I, the I think joke. all of you all. I, I when it came through my headphones, all of you all were talking at the same time, so I didn't really like wasn't able to process uh, what you said. It's fine. We can leave it anyway. Okay. <laughs> Perry yeah, is I, a big fan of Basil Hayden on the rocks. Is I'm we're really not, at. especially with a splash of water. It's just yeah, mwah, chef's kiss. Just. Uh, <laughs> well, I that used, was. I used to be. I used to be a strictly neat bourbon drinker. But lately, I have been doing one to two ice cubes, depending on the pour, and just letting it cool down a little bit. 
just just depends. But yeah, I actually don't. I, all kidding aside, I actually like Joe's approach of you know cool it down and just no. You know, I I, I agree. I think that if you're if you're going to chill your bourbon, I think that that's one of the better ways to do it. I think that I um the the shoot what are they called? Oh, like the whiskey stones, like mm-hmm. the yeah they they suck. I hate those. Yeah, I think they they make they make the bourbon taste terrible. It's and a popular Christmas gift, like stocking stuffer for parents <laughs> to get anybody who's had a sip of bourbon. They're like, oh, I, I remember that one time you had some bourbon when we went out to a restaurant. Here are some metal cubes you can put in it. <laughs> it just never never works out. It, Josh, your parents got you some, some whiskey th- stones, didn't they? That, they did. Yeah. <laughs> that's the, that, listen, that's one of Brick, Brick, Brookstone's finest right there. <laughs> that's true. That's true. We were talking about Brookstone earlier. It's you can right. go there for all of your metal ice cube needs it's right next to the sensual blanket <laughs> anyway moisture resistant moisture resistant sensual blanket yeah that thing yeah, we lost that Jeff. wonderful <laughs> thing we, we have lost, lost <laughs> hey guys um i've really enjoyed having you all on this well, week i've enjoyed it, being on and i hope yeah Hope we didn't derail things too much. No, our, I think this is exactly what I was expecting. Just let us know the difference in your Patreon from last month to this <laughs> month, and we'll we'll help you out. <laughs> your listeners are either going to love this or hate. It's going to be the least way. downloaded episode of all time. If we do that, I apologize. Next, next to my very first episode. <laughs> well, just put just put new Rifmas blind in there in the title oh, or something, yeah. and It'll then that'll draw no people in. Yeah, oh, there and we they'll go. be like, "Oh, we gotta hear there this." We go. Yeah, we give you full permission to not use our name at all. You can even pretend we're Swan. <laughs> just three three versions of him. I'm just and, gonna uh, I'm gonna have to type out all of the audio into a like a text to voice generator. And just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like, well, Swan couldn't be here, but he actually provided a transcript of what he was <laughs> yeah. going to say. We have loaded it in, and honestly, That's so much work. <laughs> surprisingly, it might be less confusing than listening to he all of us. He couldn't be stories. here, but I did find three idiots off the street that were willing to talk to me for an hour and a half. And we all have but coronavirus now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was how he got us. He he poisoned us with the bourbon. Yeah. It's like we've got to quarantine genuinely. together and make content for my podcast. Hey, there we go. Hey, uh, we're genuinely we're, Perry. Thank you, thank you so much for having us. Absolutely, this was yeah, a blast. We're, we're not we're not quite we finished love. just yet. Because we do have oh. tips and bits, we wrapping up. which is our recommendation oh, right. segment. Uh, it doesn't have to be bourbon related. Um, usually it's what you've been watching or listening to or reading or whatever recently. Um, so whoever wants to go first, by all means. I think we can just assume Ryan's going to go first. So we'll, we'll, we'll let him hit lead. I'll go for, I'll <laughs> I go was first. actually I'll legitimately go sitting here thinking, okay, just let somebody else talk first. <laughs> I'll go first. Go, Joe. So, my wife and I just finished season one of... Uh, Homeland? Holy crap, what's the name of it? No, no. <laughs> Homeland. Yeah, no. Um, Westworld. Is always- oh. Westworld. We just finished season one of Westworld. Nice. And uh, we want to start season two and three soon. I haven't started The Mandalorian yet. That's the next thing on my cool. list. Um, cool. I'm really into puzzles right now. That's my winter <laughs> hobby. So I just finished my second one, oh, and I'm actually I love that for y'all so listening. My family got me a puzzle of our "Tell Me I'm Wrong" photo. It's very cool. It's super so I'm, awesome. that's the next one I'm going to be starting. But that's kind of what I'm into now. And then we watch we you know we try to watch a Christmas movie every every chance we get. Joe's Joe's going into a puzzle and soup mode. 
for winter. Listen, that's the well, best way to spin I, your, your your winner. I I don't we I, literally I don't currently have a puzzle have a, on our table and had soup tonight. <laughs> so I I don't currently have a wood shop to go work in, so I got to find something else to occupy my time in right now. Oh, there you go. All right, I will give a recommendation. Um, this is not anything groundbreaking, uh, but the the Crown on Netflix mm. is amazing. And I am not a I'm not a history person. I actually don't even before this didn't really care too much about the royal family. The acting is How superb. The cinematography is unbelievable. It's it's a beautiful show. Definitely go and and watch The Crown on Netflix. Uh, there's only like four seasons or something, yeah. but uh, it's very it's very Weird. good. And if you if anybody wants any D and D show recommendations, you can hit me up on uh, on Twitter. I won't bore you with that on this show. No, no, no. I what do you listen to? Like D and D is for nerds or another D and D podcast? Or? I'm a big Critical Role fan. Okay, uh, so I, I'm 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 always up up to date on the, the latest Critical Role stuff. Plus, you know, the classic McElroy's uh, The Adventure yeah. Zone. Yeah, well. lost but, lost me there, yeah. but that's okay. I, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say our our podcast was like every other podcast that has been made in the last couple years was birthed out of us all playing D&D together. <laughs> so it's true. Yeah. Uh, as far as my recommendations go, uh, I, you know, this winter, me and my girlfriend has been spending a lot of time like in, I have a, a record room in my house because I'm, you know, an elitist jerk. And, He's uh, bougie. Yeah, I'm, I'm bougie. I get made I have fun a of whole studio that houses my recording equipment and my whiskey. Hey. I mean, it's my Listen, garage, but it's also an entire well, room. My record room is also <laughs> where I keep my whiskey. So, <laughs> hey. So, uh, we've been listening to a lot of records, and lately, uh, the new Chris Stapleton record, Starting Over. Um, it! I still have be, not listened to that yet. It's phenomenal. There's the dadgummit. <laughs> I, I am a, a big Chris Stapleton fan, love him, um, but this most recent record I think is better than anything else he has released. Wow. That's Except a, for maybe some still driver stuff, um, yeah. but it's just it's phenomenal. I, it's it's eclectic. It's different. I absolutely love it. Um, Would you say it's better than Sturgill's Bluegrass album? Oh, uh, well, that one's tough. I haven't gotten that on vinyl yet, so I can't testify to it. I've got that on order at CD Central here in Lexington. Oh, uh, shout CD out to CD Central. Central. Um, and uh, I uh, I'm waiting on that to uh to come in before i give my expert opinion but i got it in a special colorway that is john deere green and yellow so i'm excited to see oh, that once again. heck yes how long do you think it's been josh has been waiting for an opportunity where he can say his expert opinion when it comes to <laughs> yeah, i don't records. get to, i don't he's get been, to do this on he's my been podcast. trying to work that into a conversation for years just so he could say well according to my expert opinion look I was actually going to say, I mean, joking aside, recommendations from Josh are actually usually very good. He has a good stamp of approval. So I would, I would, anything if, Josh if recommends is usually pretty good. So, so there's that on the music side. As far as other things go, uh, been drinking a lot of coffee this winter. Love that. Other than, other than some fine spirits like bourbon, coffee is my drink of choice. And uh, so my go-to here in Lexington is a cup of Commonwealth and Magic Beans. Love them. They're the absolute best. Once we get through this pandemic, you will find me there on a Saturday morning reading a book. Come say hi. Um, Josh has been a big brood fan lately. <laughs> we're not going to go <laughs> there not, on this we're podcast. We're not opening it. <laughs> um, but um, beyond that, there's actually a, roast, uh, a roaster out of Birmingham, Alabama, that my girlfriend has introduced me to. Uh, she went to school down there, and uh, it's called O'Henry's, and their Christmas blend 
I'm usually not a blend, coffee blend kind of guy, but their yeah, Christmas blend is phenomenal, and it pairs perfectly with Buffalo Trace bourbon cream. <laughs> like it is a marriage made in heaven. So go on their website and order that coffee, mix with some bourbon cream, and enjoy your Christmas season. Have y'all had um, Smoke and Aces yet? Local? Yes. Yeah. I was gonna say Smoke and Aces and Jefferson Street Coffee um, are among the best, and their branding. Like if you go look up Smoke oh. and Aces. It is phenomenal. Like I'm a, I know Perry does some is a graphic designer, does some graphic design work. I also work in a, a, a related field field, although I let other people do the actual creating. Um, <laughs> but we both appreciate a good some good branding, oh, yeah. and uh, it, it's the best. Smoke Smoke and Aces best. is one of my favorite local places, and not just because David Barnes, the guy who uh, founded it, is a friend of mine and has been on the show before. Um, mm-hmm. Way back, way back when. Um, but I, I, yeah, go drink local coffee, please. It's also a great movie. <laughs> I'm a, I'm oh, a yeah, big Josh, Lexington coffee, still just, classic, Sorry. <laughs> just classic Lexington well, coffee. I mean, do you want me to interrupt fan? you and say it? I, mean, I, don't, I, don't like, I like that movie. Jeremy Piven, Ben Affleck, Alicia Keys, uh, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds, uh uh, Ray Liotta, Star-studded. Andy Garcia, JMD. We reached the point of the show where Joe just lists actors in <laughs> for thirty minutes. <laughs> there's a guy. Listen, there's I'd a guy who's unmiked on the opposite side of the room, going, "What about uh, What about uh, what, what about what about there's, Goodfellas?" There's a podcast. Yeah, there's just our like next a, episode. Like a like a one-off, like good action movie. That one's pretty fun. <laughs> Joe, what is the cast of Lucky Number Slevin? Can you please hit me with that? <laughs> uh, Josh Harnett, Bruce Willis, Morgan Freeman, Sir Ben Kingsley. Uh, let's see who else is there. Is there? What's her name? Lucy. Lucy Liu. Yeah, I think it's Lucy. Okay, Liu. now do Mr. and Mrs. It. Smooth. Ben Affleck. I'm not big enough. That's hit. Angelina Jolie. That's all I know from that movie. But I, most action movies, I could probably if I. So this was a thing we used to play in college, or not in college, high school. If you give me a situation, I bet I can tell you a movie that situation's been. What in. about the? Uh, what about the? Uh, <laughs> what, what about what about the Ringer? <laughs> I know Johnny Knoxville's in the movie. Can you name another actor from that movie? No, not Johnny Knox. Oh, there was the one <laughs> guy who was in Galaxy uh, Quest that's in that movie too. Isn't John Hader in it? Like the uh, Napoleon Dynamite Is he in guy? That movie? John Hader? No, I don't John think Hader? he's in that Am movie. I no, I think that movie came too early for him. No, you're thinking of Benchwarmers. Oh. Yeah, he's in Benchwarmers, which was in that same genre of really non-PC movies that came out in the really mid aughts The early two thousands, man. You watch those movies and you're like, "How did we say what?" There was like a weird time where we made they made all these terrible movies that they convinced teenagers were really good. You were talking about having unopened movies. I have three copies of Pineapple Express all unopened. I've I've never even seen that movie, and I have no idea how I got it. I've got them. a more embarrassing one for you. I own two copies on DVD and one digital copy of Fever Pitch, the Jimmy Fallon, Drew Barrymore baseball-related comedy. That's about the I boss love of it. Sox. That's why I have three you copies know, of it. You know what Jimmy Fallon movie I was wanting to watch the other day? I, I want to watch Taxi. That's the you only other Jimmy Fallon movie. Is that the movie with Queen Latifah? That- yeah. yeah, it's yes. good. Holy and she like, has a taxi cab funny. that converts into like a stock car. It's awesome. That is... <laughs> I can't. I thought for I a long time it was Tom Brady's movie. wife that was the bad person that made, but it's not her. 
The more time you spend with Joe, the more you realize his his media tastes are just very wild and yeah. very. We've talked uh, about doing an I, episode where we just go through like his DVD shelf. What about the? Uh, what about the? Uh, so that, <laughs> that top level right there. This new character is definitely going to make an appearance on Tell Me I'm Wrong. So that's all TV episodes. If it if it needs to be me, here, I can do it too. So what is, about the? Uh, it's nothing the, but DVDs. T- 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 the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle toys that you get on the show. If you well, you say that, but when we had our Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle episode, I had a Tetradome with that me is true. Joe recording. did have a Tetradome. That's why I said back it. here where all these clothes are is yeah, a DVD where your case tr- full of a hundred DVDs. I was gonna say that's your treadmill, is what you're pointing. At. <laughs> well, it's behind the treadmill. See it? Oh, uh, okay, okay. At uh, one point, I, I had over four hundred DVDs. Wow. Yeah, he, he uh, uh, got rid of look a look lot. Look at the Perry and Lucy. <laughs> yeah, they're still in Perry's car. Yeah, if you want to, if you want to lump in your Pineapple Express DVDs with my set of, uh, I, I, that's what point, I was thinking. We need to have a giveaway. <laughs> we can have the worst yard DVDs. sale ever. At one point, I really did have three copies of Pineapple Express, and I've never actually seen that movie, so I don't know how <laughs> I got right, it. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. At some point, we need to have a giveaway, and we'll call it the worst giveaway ever. And we'll have people enter. In a sock that's been dunked in a bucket of liquid. Three copies of Pineapple Express and the first season of Breaking Bad all signed. Much By like nobody Perry, from I the had cast. a bunch of movies on my shelves that were unopened, and I could not understand I could why. I sign Robert Downey Jr.'s name. Of all these unopened movies, but I had a ton of unopened movies on my shelf at one point, and I don't remember where I got them. <laughs> Joe's just collecting DVDs as he Well, and that's my wife eventually like, put a, put a hand... A, Put stomp on because I used to just go to Target and be like, I'm just gonna buy these DVDs and buy like three or four. <laughs> just bargain barrel diving. Well, that five dollar bin was always like awesome 90s action movies that you loved, like Con Air, which was a uh episode winner. Thank you. Yeah, yeah we did. We did talk about that on the podcast yeah, too. That's true. We did make a Con Air musical. I, I will, I will go ahead and recommend my thing for tips and bits, and then we'll go ahead and start to wrap up the show, maybe. <laughs> Um, Final twenty minutes later. I think I'm about five years behind on this guy, but for whatever reason today, I just went down the rabbit hole of Gus Johnson on YouTube. Have you guys ever seen any of his videos? I have not. I don't. Go, I do not go know who look this up is. his um, uh, Paul Simon recording. Uh, um, shoot, me and Julio uh, video. It, it's it's good stuff. I mean, he's just a bizarre comedic genius he has a character called Indiana Jones um <laughs> that already <Yeah>. got <laughs> uh, there's one where he goes home uh to his mom who lives in the midwest and just berates her for the way that they've been taking care of uh the the farm um for no reason at all while he drinks Miller Lite the entire time um it's hey there's nothing wrong with that no but it's a tall boy and he keeps just spilling it everywhere Oh, that's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds familiar. Yeah. <laughs> but he's he's so good. One of my favorite sketches that he does is uh, pranking women uh, by not engaging with them and keeping a, a wide distance at the beach. And like it, the video starts out, I mean, it's like two minutes long, but it starts out with him saying like basically that, like that's what he's going to do. And then it cuts to the beach and there's like a zoomed in shot of like three women standing together and then just an insane pan down the beach, probably like a football field away of him just standing there. And like, it's, say, I'm, I, 
It's that. I'm looking like at a video months. right now called "How They Made Yu-Gi-Oh Cards," where oh he's wearing gosh, an orange that so good. cowboy hat <laughs> and like a. I can't tell what's going on with the shirt, but it looks like kind of a. Wet, it looks like he has a bolo tie on. No, maybe. he looks either. He way. looks like what Marty McFly thought that uh, they wore in the Old West <laughs> and Back to the Future Three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Regardless, once we're done recording uh, this evening, I'm gonna have to turn this one off. Um, so there, there are some real I, gems in in his catalog. Have you all ever heard of Sweet Tea Films? On YouTube, it's by this name guy called Tavin Dillard. I have not. I haven't either. He's like a offshoot of Rhett and Link. If you guys like Rhett and Link, oh yeah, I love man. Rhett and Link. He's like, he's like this like redneck guy that tries to describe how they do things, <laughs> and it's very funny. And I've actually heard like the real guy in real life, and he's like, just like this normal dude, but he's like, yeah, I uh, got a Coca Cola trailer park yesterday. I mean, I would definitely recommend Sweet Tea Films. They are very funny. Maybe I have heard of him before. So. No, I'm thinking of the guy he, who did like was, uh, Southern Grandma videos that were real yeah. popular a couple of years ago. But anyway, Gus Johnson, he's really funny. I I was taking calls today and watching vi- his videos in between calls, and I was crying laughing as I was getting a call in, and I was like having to compose <laughs> myself before the 40 seconds were up for when the call would be rejected. Um so <laughs> anyway, hey, um, first off, thank you guys so much again for being on this week's episode. This was a heck of a lot of fun. I needed a, a little bit of a break from the news cycle and from, uh, you know, the what we normally do on the podcast to, you know, bring some bring some friends on and drink some bourbon and have some story time. And, you know, hopefully we'll get to hopefully we'll get to do it again sometime soon, but in person and you guys can raid my uh, my bourbon cabinet and you know pull some i would gladly do that i know you would anytime <laughs> you need to come over and drink your stuff once once we get through this just invite us over we'll gladly take some samples all good all good i'm happy to do it hey uh where can people find you all on social media where can they find the podcast and how can they support you guys in the future as well well we've lost joe he's <laughs> we laughing have. I think well, I th- we talked about this last week about my social media name and how awful it was. That's true. He does have a terrible, terrible social media name. You'll have to listen to, I think it's uh, next week's episode. Okay. Next week's. But, Is it next week's? Oh. Yeah, it's next week's. But regardless, you can find us at a very simple social media handle, which is TMIWpod. That's for Tell Me I'm Wrong. That's our podcast. Uh, you can also head over to TMIWpod.com to check us out there. Um, if you like ridiculous debates that nobody would ask like uh you know which nfl quarterback would you prefer to give you the sex talk or uh which disney princess would make the best serial which killer princess would make the best well, serial killer you guys haven't even mentioned the most relevant one i don't know if you all saw today but the day they they released a mario lopez colonel sanders movie. what is up with that well we basically terrible and I think there we may have grounds for a lawsuit, boys. <laughs> I, I I put on our Instagram that they need to watch out on the on the IP. Yeah, we that are. Is, that is our IP. We are All notoriously is, litigious. If, <laughs> I don't really need money. If they could just buy some really good equipment, I'd be cool with that. Yeah. I mean, we could settle for fifteen hundred dollars, and I'd be happy. <laughs> yeah. well, I think fifteen hundred dollars a piece. No, we. Like, yeah. I think we should be. Able, I think let's say three thousand dollars a piece. We could all buy a nice MacBook and recording equipment and call That's it a day. That's perfect. But Perfect. regardless, I think I so think they'd be pretty happy to settle for, for nine you. grand. <laughs> regardless, if you like ridiculous debates, if you like uh, a slightly more sober version of us uh, on on uh, telling stories and having fun, you can head over there. 
subscribe, listen. Uh, we think you'll enjoy it. We've got an episode with Perry. That is episode 20, Meat Stick on the Side, where we make ridiculous bourbon, uh, or not exclusively bourbon, but ridiculous cocktails and, and make him uh, uh, decide which one would actually be palatable. So uh, check it out. Join us. We'd love to have you. And we are glad we were able to come here and enjoy some fine spirits with Perry. I still, like, honestly would have had any three of those cocktails. Like... <laughs> I still think we should try to he, get together. He's and make a little them. kind on that. No, no, part, no. But uh, I would try. I would try all three of those cocktails. Ryan's would be the I'd, hardest I'd to try, make just to get. I try two. I don't think I could try Joe's. <laughs> you say that, but I honestly think mine would be the best tasting in the group. No. no. I think, but I think what you are assuming is like protein, we're not doing this, we're not doing this protein powder, talk. like cheap protein uh, powder. If, if, if you listeners enjoyed this episode of this, this is my bourbon podcast. Uh, you'll probably enjoy our show because this is kind of what we do. We just kind of talk and hang and, out and have fun. Uh, we are very a very lighthearted show. Uh, listen, if Perry likes us, then clearly and you're let me like let me us. tell you too. I, I was out. telling these guys before we started recording. Um, y'all are thirty episodes in, and I have enjoyed every single minute that i i have listened to the show i mean what at this point you know hours out of Perry, my life that i'll never get back or nickelback but, <laughs> but but i i have i have legitimately um looked forward to every episode coming out each week um enjoyed getting to kind of reconnect with with ryan in some way kind of continue a like almost like distant cousin relationship with Josh that I feel like we have. And then <laughs> Joe's, well, I just met Joe, I guess. So, <laughs> and you're already apologizing to him. What a lucky. Mistake. I am, I am <laughs> apologizing because I have a guilty conscience. Anyway, <laughs> thank you all so much for listening to this week's episode. If you would like to follow me on social media, I am at period 1492. The show itself is at my bourbon pod on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can give us a five-star rating and review on the iTunes podcast app. We will read any of those reviews out on air. We got just a wonderful uh, review on Podbean, too, uh, a few weeks back about how we needed to focus. So I hope that that guy's uh, super happy with how this episode went. Um. <laughs> he, he is dying. Oh, he currently. is. Yeah, yeah, he's pulling his hair notorious. out. We are notorious for being ex- just overly focused on our episodes. You can find all of our apparel and merchandise at bourbonshop.threadless.com. Uh, if you have questions or comments, you can send them to thisismybourbonshop at gmail.com. If you'd like to become a part of our Facebook group, you can head to facebook.com, search for This Is My Bourbon Group, and we will get you in there. That's where we ask people for uh, questions for our Patreon pregame chats. Normally this week it was basically just the four of us riffing around and having a good time and talking about a dumb list from Uprox. Um. <laughs> it was basically more of what you heard, but before we had gotten into the yeah, bourbon, exactly, so. exactly. It's just uncensored. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be worth that. It's gonna be worth whatever yeah, that five dollars a month. So yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's worth it. It's worth it. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, you get definitely just worth just it. go get this episode and then bail. <laughs> <laughs> You only have to pay for one month, and if you search for it, you'll find a promo code. <laughs> uh, I also go live on YouTube every Thursday night uh, at 8 p.m. It's youtube.com slash this is my bourbon podcast, uh, where I usually review stuff or just hang out, have some chats with, uh, with the viewers. Uh, and then last but not least, speaking of Patreons, patreon.com slash my bourbon podcast for as little as a dollar a month. And as we said, for as little as $5 a month, that is where you get all the bonus content, like the pregame chats. And as uh, we were saying before, too, 
The Last Call is coming back after the first of the year, so stay tuned for that. That's one of my favorite things I get to do every week, uh, is have a ridiculous riff with Swan, and we go to a bar. If you ever need a... Um, uh, uh- Yes. A bartender yeah. to come on for that. Uh, we do have a couple characters we could, uh, we oh, could pitch for. Oh, yes. You. Oh, a trio of bartenders would be a great one to have in the future. A three-headed oh bartender. You have, to have, you have to have the demon. The we demon also have, to we also have some, some, some characters we could bring on. We have our, our dirty Santa that was on our last episode. We have the demon. Oh, the demon's uh, one of my favorites. a great bartender. <laughs> we have Josh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just a character in of itself. Just, just Josh. He just makes yeah, really good cocktails. Go. Yeah. Go. Really good cocktails and great vinyl recommendations. <laughs> He's a on. great beer wedge. <laughs> That's a That's good a bartender. Great bartender. Hey, so next week we are actually going to be reviewing the Castling Key Restoration Rye. Uh, so tune in for that. Once again, go check out. Listening. Tell me I'm wrong. Oh, thanks, Ryan. Um, go, go follow these guys on social media. Uh, great podcast. One of my favorites uh, at the at this time of recording. Maybe the week after I'm going to sour on them. I don't know. Who's to say? Listen, I wouldn't blame you after this. <laughs> we will see you all next week. But until then, I'm Perry, and this is my bourbon podcast. <laughs>